to the Sports Powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Thing. And make sure you follow us all over social media. We're Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. And we got to thank our sponsors because uh, they make everything happen for us and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Wilson County Hyundai, check them out for your brand new car buying process. Uh, go check them out in Lebanon or at their website, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. They have better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So that weekend was insane. Unfortunately, the Titans were the first game in the weekend. And as uh, dramatic as it was, it came out uh, on the wrong end for the Titans. And I think everybody is still just down in the dumps and angry on this. I Anger is the stage of grief that I have remained at over the last uh, 36 hours uh, since the game ended. Uh, I, I had dinner with some friends, went out with some friends Saturday night, and then I had a birthday brunch yesterday, and I was just spitting takes. I could not refrain from talking about this game with people who didn't care about this game over the weekend. It it feels devastating. And we talked about the one word in the postgame show, Zach. I said heartbreaking, devastating is also another word to use, but it's been a long day and a half since Saturday night. Yeah, I think I'm still I'm I'm in disbelief. You know, that's that's the way that I describe it. And disbelief over a lot of things this weekend, you know, the Bucks letting <laughs> Matthew Stafford throw to Cooper Cup twice in the last however many seconds. I mean, all all the games are good, and we'll talk about those later in the show. But I think I'm in disbelief the belief of a couple of things. How first and foremost, which we'll talk about this is the heart of the show, how bad Ryan Tannehill was. I was also in disbelief. I believed and not, I wasn't completely surprised that Derrick Henry was not 100%. We kind of saw that, but that's a tough and tall task, even for a king like himself. But I also saw AJ Brown be a badass. I also believed here a little disbelief on how good the Titans defense played. That front four, man. This is something, and this is where the sadness comes in and anger and all that stuff. You know, when they were in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago, no way in hell they could get that amount of pressure on anybody. No, anybody. They, they were. Zach, they, had, Zach, they had 19 sacks in 16 games last season. They had <laughs> nine alone Saturday night, a playoff record for sacks in a game. And some of that is the uh, the Bengals' offensive line, but I think the majority of it is the Titans' defensive line. They also had two sacks that didn't happen because there was a timeout and a, and a false start. Like, just think about yeah, that. Yeah, they, you're right. They truly sacked Joe Burrow 11 times. Nine of them actually counted, and you wasted away that defensive performance. And then the last thing I say, which I, I think will probably lead into what you wanted to talk about on this morning show, Austin, is some of the bad play calls that were made on the offensive side of the football. And bad play calls in critical situations. Look, and you'll say it a lot, Austin. You've been saying it. Everybody knows it. Todd Downing needs to be fired. We know that. Like that, there is 
uh, death taxes and Todd Downing needs to be fired. We know that. But looking at that game, man, there were some really bad, bad play calls that he, you know, he put Tannehill in some bad spots. Now, Tannehill played disastrous. So mm-hmm. there's blame all over the place. But those are kind of my initial thoughts uh, as the dust kind of settles. But I, I, here, here is the last thing, Austin. Mike Vrabel said something that got me back sane, right? When, when you, and this is a good, a good saying from a head coach. And Mike Vrabel knows this very, very well because he's been at the top of the mountain and then he's been bounced in the playoffs. There's only one team that is truly happy at the end of the year. And it's really, really hard. We saw this weekend, right? Green Bay losing, Tampa losing, the Bills last night in the fashion they did, and also the Titans. There's only one true happy team, but when you have an opportunity like the Tennessee Titans had this postseason, being the number one seed, home field advantage throughout, getting their running back back, getting healthy, you just, uh, it it kills you inside, (laughs) It does. It does. It, and and Jabu, Jabu is like a lot of Titans fans that, that I reached out to me on Twitter saying, because yeah. I was tweeting during that, that KC Bills game. I was going back because I was watching on my phone, like tweet, small screen TV. And a lot of people were like, I can't even watch this game. I haven't even watched football on Sunday because Titans fans were so upset of what happened. Yeah, and Scott Weaver brings up three times the number one seed and then uh, blew them all, all to the uh, the AFC North division uh, there too. But about the Todd Downing thing, is I, I, I remember this, Zach. I texted you after – it was Sunday night after the Titans got blown out by the Cardinals in week one. I, said, I texted you. I said, I have a Todd Downing, Mike Vrabel take and opinion, but it's too early to use it yet. And I, I had a gut feeling from week one that Todd Downing was going to be a problem this season. And I wanted to give him an opportunity to get out of that, but he couldn't do it. He was bad all season long. His opening script constantly sucked. I've been, I've been over the opening drive lack of success. uh, So many times this season, the Titans were 19th in first quarter scoring in the NFL this year with just averaging over a field goal uh, in the first quarter a game. And so they've got to be better than that. The fact that they won 12 games in the regular season due to the roster injuries and Todd Downing's terrible starts offensively, it, I think says something too. Well, and to that, Austin, I think that the offensive injuries gave us pause on Todd Downing. I think Not we me. all had that feeling. No, well, you come out and say fire him midseason. You it, that it gave you a little bit of pause to not say fire his ass week ten. That's what I'm talking about. So okay. yes, you everybody, and those those injuries, which makes a lot of sense. That's logical. Like if you don't have your running back, AJ Brown was out, Julio Jones was out. You had no one to throw to. It kind of was like. Man, I, I feel Todd Downing's really bad, but maybe he just doesn't have his guys. And then, unfortunately, he has his guys in the playoffs. Big fat L. Yeah, to a, big a fat team, L indeed. To a team, everybody in the chat, you and I both know, the Titans were a better football team than that Cincinnati Bengals team. Oh, he had no business, no business losing to that Bengals team. Okay, so uh, I apologize for what I'm about to do. I'm about to make everybody even more angry 
but it's the right thing to do. I'm going to go through the three interceptions that Ryan Tannehill had uh, on on Saturday night in that playoff loss to the Bengals, and we're going to break them down and place blame. But real quick, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse Nashville and RentersWarehouse.com. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a bunch of different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit. Create extra cash flow for you and your family. Long-term equity by owning your property and renting it out helps you equal long-term wealth and get retirement plan ready. And Renters Warehouse does all the work for you. You're not the landlord. You're the owner. They're the landlords. You just get the money. They do everything else. It's great. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. AZ Sports, we are powered by BetMGM each and every morning. Users, risk-free bet. Uh, I need to get back on the saddle. I lost $300 on BetMGM. Well, I actually lost $346.50-something cents uh, on BetMGM because of the Tennessee Titans. But I still did have a little bit of money in the bank from uh, Brandon Ayuk unders and uh, some other NBA stuff. But, man, that was hit hard. But it does not prevent me from going back to the well and getting back up, baby. If you have not downloaded the app, download it today and use the promo code ATOZ Sports. All right. Yeah. Luckily, uh, I lost my big bet, uh, but I got free bet and then I won with my free bet yesterday. So I kind of made a little bit of it back. But anyway, let's break down these interceptions from Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to go through them chronologically. Okay. So the first interception, first play of the game. Ryan Tannehill, this is Ryan Tannehill's fault, and it's Todd Downing's fault. So why it's Ryan Tannehill's fault, here's the screenshot from NFL Game Pass and the All-22. Ryan Tannehill was so late trying to throw to Julio Jones. So late. Julio Jones, obviously right there on top of the 40-yard marker, and Ryan Tannehill incredibly late. And to get him there. And Jesse Bates, the safety on the hashes, was able to go jump that route. Now, here is why it's also Todd Downing's fault. And this was pointed out. It was a bad play call to start? No, no, no. Not, not, <laughs> not the de- it wasn't the decision to do a play-action pass on the first play that was the bad thing. It's the route concept. It's the route concept of what Todd Downing has in his philosophy. Because... Julio Jones was wide the hell open. Tannehill was late. But the reason why Jesse Bates was able to get there is because and, and Matt Bowen, who works for NFL Matchup on ESPN, former NFL safety, safety, made this point. There was nothing holding Jesse Bates in the center of the field. I'll show it again. Look at the bottom of the screen. Look at Derrick Henry on the hash, the, uh, the Izzo, the 83 tight end, and Jeff Swain. What the hell are those three guys doing? They are just jumbled together, doing nothing to take any attention from Jesse Bates' safety away from Julio Jones. There has to be a route on the back half of the play, on the back side, to hold Jesse Bates' eyes for at least another half count. And if there is, if the route concept is correct and balanced, then maybe Jesse Bates doesn't eat, doesn't get there even with Ryan Tannehill being late to the throw. That the the decision to throw that by Tannehill was bad because it was late and the play concept was trashed by by Todd Downing. I mean, that was well put, right? If you have a, a fly route or a deep out on the other side of the field, that holds him because as you saw at the top of that screen, 
they're they're doubling AJ Brown, which yes. they should, right? I mean, that that, yes. that is the first play of the game. Here's the other, but here's the problem. Tannehill is the problem. Right there, that is Tannehill's fault. It's the first play of the game, bro. You should be juiced up to get to your spot. You've had two weeks to think about that throw and that play. You had 24 hours and hopefully a little bit of a sleepless night because you were so geeked up. And you're late? You're yeah, late? It's so late. You so can't late. do that. that and again, that, and I, this will be a theme of this show, elite quarterbacks are not late in that situation. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And so Mike Jones says Tannehill should, still shouldn't have thrown it. Uh, no excuses, all on Tannehill. Again, I'm, I'm telling you where the blame needs to be placed on all of these interceptions. And what did I say before I started this one, Mike? And maybe you jumped in mid-breakdown. Interception number one was on Ryan Tannehill for being late. If he's not late, then it's a completion for a first down, even with the bad play concept. But it's also on Todd Downing for a bad play concept for not having anybody on the backside to hold the safety. Because Ryan Tannehill can't look off the safety to nobody, right? The safety ha- needs to have uh, something happening on his on the backside of the play to hold him for just a, a half a count and maybe even with a late throw. So it's on both, but one on Tannehill, two on Todd Downing. Now we're going to go to the second interception from uh, Ryan Tannehill, the one that really hurt right after the 45-yard run uh, by Deontay Foreman set up in first and goal on the nine-yard line. And this one is a video that I got from No Flags Film on Twitter showing that this was an RPO, a run-pass option, for Tannehill to either hand to Foreman or throw the, the bubble to Chester Rogers. And here's the video. So as you see, the blocking concept shows why it's the RPO. And what I found interesting, and No Flags Film mentioned this on Twitter with the video, is that normally Mike Hilton, who is the blitzing nickel, normally comes at the quarterback, right? But he widens out because Mike Hilton, who made the play, knew exactly where Ryan Tannehill was going to go. I'll play it again. Instead of going to the quarterback on a nickel blitz, which you normally do, he widens out and makes the play because he read it. So Tannehill knew the blitz was coming, but Mike Hilton made an incredible play. So really, this is on, uh, I'm going to get to it in a second. This is one, first and foremost, an incredible play by Mike Hilton to acknowledge that, but it's also on Todd Downing, first and foremost. Because let's see if this looks familiar. The same damn play earlier in the game. Just the same formation, the same motion, the same everything. The same damn play, and look at what Mike Hilton almost did the first time. I'll play it again. Mike Hilton, same blitz. He went to, he went to Tannehill first, and, got the, and Tannehill got the throw to Rodgers. They ran the same damn play out of the same damn formation again, and Mike Hilton, who is a good player, picked it off. Todd Downing. What the hell are you doing? You cannot do that when you have smart defenders like Mike Hilton. Interception number two, one, run the damn football. Two, don't do, like, that's coaching, that is coaching malpractice, Zach. You you have come to this show fully prepared with your guns a-blazing because I don't disagree with a single word you just said. 
uh, I mean, that's straight facts. It is the coach's responsibility to not put his players in bad situations. Mike Hilton, I, you know, who's to blame? Mike Hilton is to blame because of the play they made. I mean, it was yeah. incredible. And sometimes, as we say, really good players in playoff games step up and make superb plays. Uh, Travis Kelsey last night, met Patrick Mahomes, right? All of those type guys. That is Mike Hilton out coaching Todd Downing. Yeah, and I, look, I hate that play call. I mean, I think everybody hates that play call. Well, who are you trying to get the ball to? Chester Rogers. Why? Yeah, I don't know, because for the first time, it gained three whopping yards. Wouldn't you try to get the ball to A.J. Brown? Wouldn't you yeah. try to get the ball to Julio Jones? I mean, you would think so. Uh, or just hand the ball to Foreman. <laughs> I mean, that's, shit. That's For, Foreman that's, was having a hell of a game. That's the problem. You just had, and I, I said this in the postgame show several times, right before that second interception, four carries for 66 yards. Derrick Henry ran for nine yards, ran for four yards, ran for nine yards, and then, boom, Hilton but, or, or Foreman busts it for 45 yards to set up first and goal at the nine, and you run the play uh, play for the second time out of the same exact look, same exact motion, where it almost was bad the first time, and then it was disaster the second time. All right, are you ready for interception number three? Give it to me. Todd Downing gets a break on this one. Todd Downing is not involved uh, in this breakdown. This is solely on Ryan Tannehill. It is third and five. I so artistically drew a white line over the first down yard to gain line, and I circled the three better decisions that Ryan Tannehill had on this play. Instead, he throws to Nick Westbrook-Akine up at the top of the numbers on the 45-yard line with the Bengals player draped all over him in between two other defenders and with a safety over the top. So when he had Ferkser right there who had an opportunity for a catch and run to get to the sticks or uh, Derrick Henry at the top of your screen out of the backfield on a, on a flare route. Then A.J. Brown is right there covered up on the Titans logo at midfield. And so the throw to Chester Rogers on the backside is also wide the hell open. But Ryan Tannehill missed three other options. Now, here's my expectation. I expect that Chester Rogers is not actually an option on this play. Yeah. I expect him to be a kind of a dead route on the backside because you're trying to read the left side of the field. So really, it's Ferkser or, uh, or the flare route at the top of the screen to the sideline. But Ryan Tannehill missed on those two. That one is squarely on Ryan Tannehill. It's so infuriating. That, you, that, that is infuriating. That play of who you're trying to target, when you're trying to target, how you're trying to target NWI when he's covered, you, you, he's not going to make that play. Khalif Raymond didn't make that play last year. NWI ain't going to make that play this year. Now, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, they have the build and physique to to possibly make that play or get an incomplete pass. But NWI does it. This is a bad read by Tannehill, as you displayed. And, you know, in big moments, you can't have freak-out modes. And, you know, when, when pressure is applied, the true player comes out. 
And, and, and a couple comments. Malachi says, uh, only needed five yards. Why are you running 20-yard routes? Well, it's, you needed the five for the first down, but you were also trying to get yourself in field goal range with 26 seconds left to make a game-winning kick. But you so needed you, the five yards. You need the five yards, and so you run them. In order to open up underneath, you got to have somebody go deep, right? Like, you can't all run at five yards. It's going to be congested there. And I did see another comment that I wanted to get to uh, from, where would it go? Uh, from Dave Collins, whose profile picture makes it look like he's a football coach. So I don't know if that's Dave or not in the profile picture. But he said, you flooded the short side of the field. Uh, and so I, I, you did flood the short side of the field. But I also wonder if the reason for that is because you wanted to be able to use the sideline to get out of bounds after a potential catch. Uh, but again, that one's on Tannehill for bad decisions and making the wrong throw and the wrong read because he should have checked off of NWI uh, and then gone down to Ferkser to at least give Ferkser an opportunity to catch and dive forward for a first down to go spike it and live for another day. Oh, man, that that is a tough scene right there. Uh, three tough scenes. Uh, and ultimately, we all knew this. We talked about it in our pregame show. We talked about it for two weeks prior to that game. If you turn the football over in playoff games, you lose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you lose. No doubt. The Rams so- should have lost <laughs> because of all of their turnovers. It's just, it's how life works in the playoffs. And the Titans had proven that multiple times in the, in the regular season. And unfortunately, they proved it in the most crucial game of the season. Yeah, and so, you know, we've got a lot of people saying uh, fire Todd Downing, Todd Downing's trash, and and all this stuff. Like, I, I do think um, I, I do think Todd Downing needs to go. And, and look, we've got a long time to talk about this, and we're not going to have every conversation at the same time today. But Nick says you got to go quarterback shopping. I, you know, people will have a bunch of different opinions on Todd Downing and on Ryan Tannehill. The fact of the matter is, both of them cannot be back. Like, and I, and one of them can be if the other is gone. And I have my opinion on which is rather to, which is the easier to replace. Wrong. You're not going to bring in a, uh, you're not going to bring in a fancy quarterback and have Todd t- Downing. No, I mean, I, so that, that's a wrong statement. Well, I, I no, know well, what you're trying to well, say, but because that's I was saying you could fire Todd Downing and keep Tannehill. That was where I was saying, but yeah, both, but you didn't say that you can't keep one of them. If I the other saying, one goes. Okay. You see, right? Yeah, I, I was saying it like I was kind of hinting at that uh, without saying it, but both cannot return. And I, I do know that for a fact. There you go. But, there but you, now there you go. But now it's up to Mike Vrabel, who did not fire his defensive coordinator last year after – well, yeah, I guess he didn't have a defensive coordinator last year. Yeah. But he, he, he elevated Shane Bowen. But this is a completely different situation. So let's not mistake this. This is a completely different situation with Todd Downing this year than Shane Bowen last year. And Shane Bowen earned every dollar he got from that D.C. raise and needs to earn another raise for what he did with that defense this year. All right, Austin. I, uh, I on, my, on Twitter this morning, I did something I usually and have never done, uh, and that is create a thread. It was a Titans thread of all of my opinions based on Ryan Tannehill and Super Bowls, I did research. I talked about a lot of things. Uh, I'm going to kind of go over that. We're going to ask a question to the chat, see what they think about Ryan Tannehill, because I personally believe that he is the issue. Todd Downing is absolutely an issue, 
but I believe Ryan Tannehill is the issue if the Titans want to do what Amy Adams Strunk and the rest of the fan base wants them to do. So I believe we need to get into that. Let's do it. First, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yes, Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you need to go to change your health plan. I'm in the process of that right now. Over 200 locations, better coverage, better rates, better service for a better you. And that is true because if you have health insurance or health plan right now, maybe it's not fitting the bill. Maybe it's a very high deductible. Maybe you need to, and this is a lot of people get got here. You just, you've had it for so long and you haven't really taken a chance to diagnose what it represents and what your coverage is. This is where you need to go. FBHP.com slash A to Z. That's FBHP.com slash A to Z. And it will take you directly to a health assessment. I took mine last week. It literally took less than 30 minutes and I am uh, receiving my quote this week. So it, it, it is simple. And the projections, I don't want to say 100% because I haven't got my full quote back yet. The projections are I will save money. I will have a lower deductible. I will have insurance towards eye, vision, and also teeth cleanings. This is something I don't get right now. So it is trending to be so much better than my previous health plan, visit fbhp.com slash A to Z today. And don't forget, download the BetMGM app. You can get that app in, in your app store, Apple, Android, whatever it might be. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first deposit and your first bet. Again, download the BetMGM app. Use the code ATOZ Sports for risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first deposit and your first bet. So, Zach, let's go ahead and get to your thoughts on Ryan Tannehill. Uh, you know, you went on a TED Talk on Twitter this morning. So how are you feeling right now? I feel, um, hmm, how do I describe this? I am completely all in on this thought, and I will not relinquish. The Tennessee Titans do not have an elite quarterback. Therefore, they will not win a Super Bowl. And I, I kind of diagnosed the problem. It, you can, I, I don't care, you can follow me or not follow me, but it's at bottom, uh, bottom underscore Bingham on Twitter. I basically had like a, a almost close to a 10 thread tweet. And basically what I broke down is the Titan situation is, I like to put it simply complicated because I think it's simple if you actually just look at it, but it's very complicated to fix it, right? That's on the other side. And we will get to that. Because I think it's hilarious how everybody's like, oh, don't just blur out problems. You find some solutions. You can't do this. There's no Twitter police. You can do whatever the F you want, okay? So here's my problem, and I will, I do have a solution. But the situation is this. 80% of the roster is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Defense, pass rush, offensive line, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, who will be on this team next year, Derrick Henry, who's the best running back in the league, and Mike Vrabel has proven that he's a damn good head coach. Talking about coach of the year this year, right? So that is the 80% of your team that is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Not just good, but good enough to win a Super Bowl. The issue is 20% is not. And the 20% is quarterback, offensive coordinator, tight end group, and cornerback depth behind you know jack rabbit is still a liability he still can't jack rabbit's the gone ball. jack rabbit's done he played his last game as a titan yeah th- we're, so thank the good lord above but th- those are their issues here is the real issue 
Ryan Tannehill is 15% of that 20%. Austin, you hear me say this a lot in business and what I've learned in this working world and in life. The majority of people and employees that I have been around and just people in life, they only give you 80%. They never give you 100. They may say they give you 100%, but they don't. They always leave out that 20%. And most of the time, that 20% is the most important percentage. That's where the quarterback is. Ryan Tannehill was the right decision to get away from Marcus Mariota. We got that. But it only got you to a sub-level. We've seen that the last three years. Ryan Tannehill has had three chances in three really good situations. One, he was one game away from an AFC championship game. The other one, he was a division winner, had a home game, and a stellar offense and a great offensive coordinator that just got a new head coaching job. And then what happened on Saturday? He had all of the pieces he needed. Number one seed, home field advantage, outstanding group outside. They had Derrick Henry and Foreman who had emerged, a good offensive line, and a stellar defense. And he still couldn't get the job done. He played bad. Quarterbacks play bad, but this trend, he hasn't – we talked about some get a pass. Like Aaron Rodgers gets a pass when he plays a bad game. Not talking about the greatest of all time. He still has got to win Super Bowls to prove that, and he ain't doing that in Green Bay, it doesn't look like. Ryan Tannehill doesn't deserve another opportunity. The Titans don't need to give him another opportunity to fall short. And here it is. There are essentially three anomalies in the modern era of football. Winning, and this is what I am saying, winning. Stop trying to get to the Super Bowl. Try to win the Super Bowl. And that is the most important part. I'm about to, the three anomalies, as we all know, Flacco, who played out of his skull, like 22 touchdowns in a very short amount of time towards the end of the season, and with a really good defense, they beat the the 49ers. You you obviously, you had Foles. Foles, backup, that was a really good team, fourth-ranked defense in the league, and then you had old Peyton Manning, who had the number one defense in the league, and that, that Broncos defense was one of the best of all time. Besides that, they're all elite quarterbacks. And, and Flacco was on fire during that stretch. Fire. Like straight fire. Die line, die line, die line. Straight fire. So here are the losing quarterbacks that are not elite, right? So even if Brian Tannehill gets to a Super Bowl, I still think he's closer to Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Colin Kaepernick, Rex Grossman, Matt Hasselback, Jake DeLome. When there he Ryan Tannehill is closer to that than he is to Brady, Mahomes, Manning, Wilson, Breeze, Rogers, or Roethlisberger. The Titans are not going to win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. I and freezing cold takes me. Go for it. But I stand by that. They will not win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. They can't do it. So, and he proved that. I mean, he doubled down on that uh, this past Saturday. It's not going to get any easier. You have the number one seed. The Chiefs, who are the best team in the AFC, we all know that, would have to come to your house to get to the Super Bowl. That's the best case scenario. You didn't have to play them in the divisional round like the Bills. Your ass would have played them in the championship, the AFC championship game, and Mm -hmm. you couldn't even get past the Bengals. That's Ryan Tannehill, and you, you talked about that earlier in the show, Austin. This is where I'm at. This offseason, 
you're not getting Deshaun Watson. He's within the division, and he's got trouble surrounding him, right? But there are two quarterbacks, two elite quarterbacks that are on the market in a in an era of offseason in the NFL where big quarterbacks move. It's like getting closer. It's getting closer to the NBA. You're exactly right. You have got to give up three first-round draft picks for either Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. You have to. You must. I think Seattle may be more willing to take Tannehill than Green Bay, but you have got to give a king's ransom. And I'll I'll put it, spin it back on John Robinson. John Robinson has done an unbelievable job with this roster and this franchise to turn it around. You've gone from the bottom to here, then you traded for Tannehill, you got to here. But the only way you're going to get to the top of the mountain is to do something drastic. And the only way that you're going to get Rodgers or Russell Wilson is for a king's ransom. It's what the Rams, who are in the NFC Championship, Mm -hmm. did for Matthew Stafford. So that is what I'm saying, and I'm sticking to it. And it's nothing against Ryan Tannehill. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a leader. I think he's been great for this franchise. But he ain't it, babe. He ain't it. Uh, yeah, and that's that you're gonna. Have, it's gonna have to take a lot to pull that off because you remember what the price was for Matt Stafford to LA is that Jared Goff and his contract goes to Detroit with two first round draft picks and a third round draft pick. And we're talking about Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, who are regarded as higher than Matt Stafford, no doubt, because they already have rings. Matt Stafford just got us first playoff win uh, last a week ago today. And now he's got two, right? So it's going to take at minimum three first round draft picks, right? And you already gave up your second round draft pick this year for Julio Jones. So in the Titans at the 26th uh, round, uh, 26th overall pick in the draft this upcoming season. Uh, and so, I mean, you haven't really done much with your late twenties draft picks in the first place. So, um, and I you've mean, had some big, big whiffs in the first yeah. round, like Rashawn Evans, which, and which, Isaiah Wilson, which you're gonna have to still make up for. No, I, oh yes, I mean th- we we know those aren't going away. And look, I will, I, I'm honest on this show. I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. And Dom is exactly right. I said the exact opposite because I thought Ryan Tannehill was going to play great this postseason. I thought the Titans were going to go to the Super Bowl. But Ryan Tannehill proved to me on Saturday that he cannot do it. He can't string together enough games, Austin. That's the problem. Elite quarterbacks can string together three games to win. Ryan Tannehill cannot. Against superior or same-like opponents, Ryan Tannehill will fail one of those three times. And that's not what you're trying to do. You're trying to win. If you have the number one seed, you got to win three games in a row. If you don't, you got to win four. Ryan Tannehill, this may be the last time that the Titans for a long time have the number one seed. So now you got to win four. I sure as hell do not believe that Ryan Tannehill can play stellar for four straight games against opponents like Mahomes, like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow just arrived on the scene. And then you got other, you know, Justin Herbert's going to be in the playoffs next year. I I'll, I would bet uh, bet MGM. What's the projection on that? Yeah, coming soon. <laughs> uh, but I do think here's, here's the positive in this. Um, the Colts still have Carson Wentz, and they gave him a first-round draft pick for him. And the Jags and the Texans both suck ass. And so, you know, you still have 
But that, that can turn around very quickly. I'm not can. saying it like well, th- no, we saw at, that with the Bengals. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. But again, the Bengals were drafting well leading up to Joe Burrow too. The Bengals had some talent on offense and defense. Joe Burrow changed it all. And, you know, I don't know what the Texans are going to do. And uh, the, the Trevor Lawrence didn't exactly look great as a rookie. And the Jags have so many issues uh, on their roster as a whole. Now, you, we brought up the whole – the NFL in the offseason is looking a lot more like the NBA these days. But here's the problem is that, you know, who's never in those big blockbuster NBA trades? Markets like the Grizzlies. And it's it's kind of like – does do the superstars that we're talking about of Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, do they want to be traded? Hold on, hold on. Do they want to be traded to Nashville, Tennessee? And again, that's not a, that's not a shot at Nashville, Tennessee. We were both born and raised in Nashville. Love the city. You guys watching the show, absolutely love the city. But we also understand that there is a narrative and perception about this market nationally that is not as attractive to superstars. And so Russell Wilson, there, there were talks the last couple of weeks that he wants to go to Washington to play for the Red Hawks generals because he uh, wants command, to go. The, I think they're going to be the commanders. That's not I, official, I was just saying for two of the names. The Red Hawk generals. The Red Hawk generals, I kind of like. <laughs> but the, the, the playing for Washington because he wants to go into politics. Like, there, like there's a lot of different like, the, like things outside. I don't think he of, wants to go into country music. No, right. And, and like you're not coming to Nashville to go into politics. But so, here, here, so Austin, you said all that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers at the end of uh, towards Aaron Rodgers' family pre- lives here, so you know he's not coming here. <laughs> but towards the end, that that's hilarious. That is the funniest thing you said on this show, but and very true. But Aaron Rodgers said it looks like the Green Bay Packers are starting to rebuild because of their contracts and their situation. I don't want to go to a rebuild. The Titans are not that. And Julio Jones just came here, right? Julio Jones is a name. Now, he he didn't work out real great this year. You, you hope maybe better for next year. But at least Austin, Bud Dupree was a top five free agent this past offseason. Yeah. If you had the list of, and we'll, everybody does it, right? When you go into free agency, it is all position, all player. Bud Dupree was either four or five on all of those lists. The Tennessee Titans got him. And that's why you can win. This is a trade. This is a trade. You can win with draft capital that John Robinson, I think, is going to have to bite the bullet if he wants these QBs. And you're going to have to sack up and give up three first-round picks and try to trade away some of that TNL contract. I I agree. But we all know that those two quarterbacks we're talking about, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, they sign off on any trade. They also would like to play with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is the and best running back in the league. I do think Mike Vrabel is attractive to would be attractive to these two guys too. Right, so and, we're starting but, so, to stack up qualities. There are pros and cons, but we're starting to stack up pros. And Austin, the Titans have to do this. Two things. The, here's here are the two reasons why they have to do this. First of all, if they don't, we will be back here January, mid January. 2023 talking about the same thing they will be and i said it on the post game show you cannot continuously do the same thing and expect a different result that is called insanity you have an insane titans franchise and austin the other thing is you can't piss away any more years when you have derrick henry in his prime 
and this defense. This defense is ready to go. And you got to make a decision about Harold Landry. <laughs> and, that, well, and that's what I said. That's what I said in the TED Talk tweet. Yeah. I, I said, you one more year, Bayard's getting older. Bud Dupree's getting older. Jeffrey Clock's Simmons is getting older. Yeah. Derrick Henry's getting older. Those are your core guys. Yeah, and you wasted like like we're not going to have the Super Bowl window. How many, many more years does it have open? Conversation today, but, uh, we will. but we will. Oh, we will. I don't know if it's this week. I don't know if it's next week, but we will absolutely have that. Uh, common sense uh, says I still don't understand going for two points. Uh, I I I absolutely think, and I said in the post game show um, that I thought that was way too early to chase points. I said it at the time of the decision, at the halftime show, and the post game show. Uh, also, I because I, I I went back and looked at, at comments Zach uh, on our YouTube post game show that blew up Sunday and had a lot of other comments. A lot of people were saying that Mike Vrabel cost the Titans four points because he didn't kick the extra point and he should have kicked the fifty two yard field goal instead of going for it on fourth and one. I I think the correct decision is going for it on fourth and one at the thirty five yard line. I don't think. I don't. I didn't see many people disagreeing with the decision to go for it at that moment. You got to have better plays on third and one and fourth and one. Yeah, like yeah, third yeah. And inches. Really. Yes. I, I didn't hate the third and one zone read because they've had a lot of success with that in in short yardage situations over the last couple of years with Henry and Tannehill. It was the fourth down play that I disliked so much because that's where you quarterback sneak it. Fourth and inches, quarterback sneak it and move forward. Screw it. Just court, don't try to prove that Derrick Henry's big and bad and your O-line can move people. Just quarterback sneak it and get a first down. It, it's not that hard. Quarterback sneaks are the most underutilized play in the sport. Well, ever since Mahomes dislocated his knee, I think uh, everybody uh, in Denver a couple of years ago, if you remember that. I do remember every, that. Everybody's eyes kind of got open of, ooh. Because <laughs> that doesn't happen that often. But when it happens to you know, the once. best quarterback in the league – but. When it happens to the best quarterback in the league, crazy that he came back and played on that. Yeah, and then he won a Super Bowl. That's crazy. I, you, you know, that same year he won the Super Bowl. It just happened early enough in the season. So that, so maybe that tells you two quarterbacks sneak it, and it's okay if you Dude, just, just sneak it. Like God. <laughs> uh, and so uh, NBC says, guys, you're ignoring that on the fourth down, the O line got blown off the ball. Are they forgiven? No, they got they got blown the up. Yeah, the left side. I mean, Lawan and Saffold were having a tea party on the ground. And DJ Reader deserves a lot of credit uh, for how he played Saturday night, who's the Bengals' nose tackle. That dude was a beast. That dude used to play for the Texans, and Derrick Henry used to run for 1,000 yards against DJ Reader and the Texans, but not Saturday night. That guy was all over the place. All right, so I said my piece on what I think about Ryan Tannehill Let's ask the question in the chat. I really want we got a big audience. Hey, if you're in, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that red button, that subscribe button. It's very, very easy. And also on Facebook, make sure you like our page. Do you believe Ryan Tannehill can take the Titans where they need to go? It's a very simple question. It's yes or no. Do you believe that that Ryan Tannehill can take the Tennessee Titans where they need to go? And that where they need to go could be in anybody's opinion. Yeah. They, yeah. Maybe it's to a Super Bowl. Maybe it's to an AFC championship hosting that that because that's never happened. But it should be win a Super Bowl. That's in the beholder. Do you think Ryan Tannehill can take the Titans where they need to go? Ooh, I'm going to read the comments. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai because they can drive you where you need to go. Yes, they can drive you, and you can drive there for a test drive right there at Wilson County Hyundai. They've got 
your perfect make and model, whether it's the Sonata, the Elantra, they've got the Santa Fe, full-size SUV. That Palisade is nice. Third-row seating, all the bells and whistles. you got sport mode, snow mode, and fuel effective. I mean, that that is that is huge. When you buy a car, you know, it's money out your pocket, but you actually save money in the long run if you have a f- fuel-efficient vehicle. Visit WilsonCountyHyundai.com and check out their inventory today. Download the BetMGM app, guys. It's real simple. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to a thousand dollars after your first deposit with your first bet. It's a great opportunity to do that. So jumpstart your bankroll. The the big game's coming up. So get ready for it. Download that BetMGM app. Uh, use our code ATOZ Sports. You make your first deposit and you unlock that risk-free bet up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee-only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued on non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. And oh my gosh, are the comments uh, on fire. Uh, can Ryan Tannehill get the Titans where they need to go? No, no, hell no. Uh, no, no, nope, nope in all caps. No, no, absolutely not. Yes, from Dadson. Yes, from John Laster on YouTube. No, no, hell no, all caps. No, um, <laughs> just more no's. I mean, I've seen nope, hell no, no. Carl uh, with a yes uh, there on Facebook. Hell no, 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 hell no, 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 hell no. Man, so many hell no's. Hell no, I think, was the preferred uh, comment from people. Uh, so, Andre, he struggles when things don't go as planned. No. Super Bowl, no. Oh, man. Um, so, Zach, man, you've hey, already Golf clap for the chat. Yeah, I mean. golf clap is right. Can the Titans win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill? No. The answer is no. Uh, they can't. <laughs> How, but here's the Golf crazy thing. to you, Austin. But here's the crazy It's Like, we have to think about what we're asking. How many active starting quarterbacks in the NFL? How many teams can answer this question with a yes? Um. Well, let's go Tampa, the quarterbacks. Tampa, Kansas City. I think the Bills can say yes with Josh Allen. I think... Um, who else? The Packers can probably say yes with Aaron Rodgers. I think the Seahawks I, I can say this yes. It's going to be crazy, but and I know we're going to get a lot of heat. I, I think Dak has the ability to. Mm, not yet. I, I think the Cowboys would probably Zach, hold him back. Just Zach, the Zach, if Dak Prescott can win a Super Bowl, he hands the football to the ref, not his center, after that quarterback draw. He bot he botched that end of game situation. Was a part of it. So no. So how many? That, how are we up to? We don't have I, to put them on I the list. Five. I'm not gonna die on that. I, hill. I said. I said five. Brady, Rogers, Mahomes, um, Josh Allen, and I put in Russell Wilson because those guys have minus Allen. So is that it? I mean, it's too early for Justin Herbert. I think it's too early for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. Now he but that he, wasn't his fault. That was his offensive line. No, I know, but it, one of like, there were a couple of them that were his fault. The one where Not he lost eight, the one where he lost eighteen yards. Yeah, that was his fault. But I mean, the Rams think so with Stafford. So now we're at six. The Niners don't think Garoppolo can because they drafted Trey Lance fourth. No, overall. yeah, yeah, they shouldn't be so in there. Are we at six? Are we at six? 
It, well, you have six plus. You've got some emergings, right? Like uh, Lamar Jackson's the no for me, dog. Baker Mayfield, no. Who are the other playoff teams? Uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts is still on the mend in Philly. They no. don't think so. Who are the other playoff teams? Big Ben's out. I mean, th- that the so we're looking at we're answering the question no for Ryan Tannehill, but also have to understand that we have listed six quarterbacks out of 32 who can say definitively yes. That yes, are not definitively. Arguable. Yes, the arguable ones are you Kyler got, Murray, uh you've got Dak and the young guys, right? No, you've got no, Dak no. Lamar and the young guys. Those are the questionable ones. I right, I'm saying question no. Herbert but Austin, wait, Herbert couldn't beat the freaking Raiders to make the playoffs. I mean, so it's, it's, you Herbert can't, Herbert is like, outstanding. Or Herbert's going to be incredible. He's no, he, he, but right now, which is, we're having the question right now about Tannehill. Right now, there are six of 32 that can definitively say, yes, our quarterback. But, can all, but, but, but granted, all of those teams aren't ready. The ones that you're in question are not ready to win a Super Bowl. The Titans team is ready to win a Super Bowl. That's the unique part about this conversation. You're talking about all the Bengals are not ready to win a Super Bowl. But hell, if Joe Burrow was on the Titans team, and I hate the ifs, that's a terrible hypothetical. But if you want to talk about that, that's why we're talking about the Titans are in that seven, eight, nine, ten spot. You're not going to win a Super Bowl until you get to that six, five, four, three, two, one spot. That's the point. Yeah. It's just how the NFL this is how it works. You don't get anything, you, you get zero prizes or awards for being the seventh best team. I agree. I'm not saying you do. So uh, but figure it, out a way to get in the top six. Sure, absolutely. I, I don't disagree. But again, when we're having the conversation about Tannehill, I think it's fair to bring up the context of the entire league of how, how few teams can say this. And people are saying Deshaun Watson. Let's not forget, one, I want to see how Deshaun Watson can play after a full year of not playing. Usually, that takes a hit on an athlete. Sitting out an entire year takes a hit on an athlete. Ask Le'Veon Bell. It's it's different uh, situations. Running. But I still think it's different. There's a lot of things, timing, field, juice, lost there. But look at, uh, where was I going with this? Uh, with Deshaun Watson. They were, they were a division winner two years ago. They were up 24 zip on the Chiefs in the division round of the playoffs. And they got boat race. The Texans were a good team a couple years ago. In that they weren't as good team. as the Titans team right now. Uh, that's I mean, for I think, damn sure. I mean, they were a good team. They won they, the division. I, I, that's not the point. That's not what I said. They were they were not as good as the Titans team are is right now. That's the focus of this. Austin. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not I just I'm not just screaming. I oh, get another quarterback. I'm not that hot take piece of trash. I'm not that person. I'm saying right now. The Super Bowl window for the Tennessee Titans is right now, immediately. And And if you don't do anything, it will go away. And the only way to get a Super Bowl before it goes away is to go out and get an elite quarterback. Yes. And that's going to take three first-round draft picks. And the crazy thing is, is that we listed six that I feel are definitive yeses that can win a Super Bowl. The good thing Two of them are available. <laughs> so two of the six are available. And if you want to throw in Deshaun Watson, he's available to some. I don't think he's available for, to, for the Titans. So so let's now list this. 
You want to play problem solver. People on yeah. Twitter drive me effing crazy. So you can't do – here's out of the teams that are ready to win a Super Bowl that do not have an adequate quarterback, who are those? You have the Ravens. You've got the Colts probably. You've got the Titans. You've got the Raiders possibly. So there's four. I'm the just Dolphins. Th- the Dolphins think they are okay. There's five. We just we're just naming teams. So five. We're at five the, right now. The Broncos. I also think are the like the Dolphins in a way. Yeah, I think they're below the Titans, Ravens, and Colts. Saints. The Saints are there. So so you now so now you've got some competition. You got about six, seven, eight teams. Steelers, they're in the this. thing with the Steelers. The thing with the Steelers is interesting. Is didn't you say? Did you tell me last week that the GM's retiring after the draft, and he's not going to draft a quarterback? There, that's a report that he doesn't want to put the Steelers in a bad situation right before he leaves. So, if you don't want to put the Steelers in a bad situation before you leave, leave, leave. leave. <laughs> don't leave after you draft for the next GM. Leave now. It's that that that's that's my opinion on that. So look, I mean, and and the two available quarterbacks and Wilson and Rodgers, they're in the NFC, and so are they're the not Seahawks- gonna, and they both have to be traded. So, th- so let's elim- you eliminate the problem is there's still a good handful of AFC teams that are in this boat, right? We just named them. Yeah, Titans, Bron- Ravens, Colts, Steelers, but the, Dolphins. the Ravens aren't going to move on from Lamar. It's so true. you can remove them. Okay, so the there's Col- four. The Colts just gave away a first-round draft pick from Carson Wentz. I don't think they're going to go back-to-back quarterback trades for first-round draft picks. And Austin, I think that the Rams this past season, because they're in the NFC Championship game and what they did with Stafford, I think it changed the course of the NFL for the next several years. I don't disagree, but I just don't think the Colts can afford to do that. I just think that puts them in a really so, tough st- Steelers, Titans... Broncos, Dolphins. Broncos, Dolphins. So if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're Russell Wilson, oh man, this is a whole nother topic. This is a really good topic. You know, where are the Titans on this list? Because out of those teams, I think the Titans are the best out of those teams. Well, they absolutely are because they're the one seed. So they have to have they're high the best power- out of all the teams, in- NFC included. Miami is, I mean, you don't want to play in cold weather, but it doesn't matter, right? Aaron Rodgers likes playing in cold weather. Yeah, they've both been up there in, north, in the north. In, right, so they don't know. weather. They've had weather a part of their careers the entire time. They don't care. Russell Wilson was at North Carolina State, and he says, you know what? I'm going to transfer to Wisconsin. <laughs> he doesn't care about the weather. And then, then he gets drafted by the Seahawks. So you care about the team? If those are your four AFC teams, that's a conversation we're going to have throughout the course of the offseason because I yeah. think that the Titans have to do something. Uh, again, I, I don't I I don't disagree with you that the Titans probably should do something at quarterback this offseason. I just don't think they're going to. I just I don't I the, will believe the, it. The dead cap is very scary. Yep. I I will believe it when it happens, but I just don't expect it to happen. The only Just way like you I get that, expect- but, but it has an out. So here's, here is the, and uh, diagnosing this dead cap. I mean, God, $57.4 million is huge. 
but there's an out after this season. So there's an out for other teams as well if they take the contract. Yeah. So if somebody will eat that, deal with Tannehill for a year, and then move on and have that bridge plus three first-round picks, I think a GM will be willing to do that. It's still a mouthful because even after the contract out, like you're saying, it's still $18.8 in dead cap. Now the Titans, fifty-seven. The Titans will still be responsible for for a portion of the dead cap because if you remember the Darrell Casey trade, kind of taught us that. Um, but you know, it's it's not a good situation if you're the Titans. You got to figure something out, and it's not as you said in your on your tweet thread. It's simply complicated. Simply complicated. All right, so. Do we want to can do we want to have the conversation about the other games yesterday? Yeah, I think we should uh quickly. Uh okay. I, I mean I I can state mine because of kind of the rest of the week, me being out of town. But um yeah, I'd be curious to see what the chat real quick is, what their favorite game of the weekend was. All right, let's just do it. What was your favorite game of the weekend outside of the Titans game, obviously? What was your favorite game of the weekend? Because there were some crazy results that happened across the NFL with three game-winning field goals as time was expiring and then overtime in an absolute shootout with, what, 25 points scored in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter. So, uh, I mean, everybody's just saying Buffalo and Kansas City, Buffalo and Kansas City. I don't even know how you can say a different game. I mean, 13-10 in the snow up in Green Green Bay. I wasn't paying attention to that one much because I was out with some friends. Uh, but I did lose money on that because I had the Packers money line and a one game parlay that everything else hit. So that sucked. But you know, that game wasn't like great until it was great at the end. Uh, but I, I do think Bill's Chiefs was number one. Zach, are you frozen? Yeah, Zach's frozen. I thought he was frozen. So everybody's saying Bill's Chiefs, Bill's Chiefs, Bill's Chiefs. Uh, as Zach is frozen, are you back now? I think I'm back. Yeah, you're back now. You were frozen there for a bit. You're being very still. I know that wasn't you. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you could hear me or not. But yeah, I think it's the internet in this place. Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, man, Bills Chiefs was just absolutely crazy, and coaching decisions plagued the weekend for the losing teams, right? Because you just don't kick a touchback, Buffalo. I don't understand that. Uh, that that game. Maybe was, they're maybe they're. Maybe, uh, well, know, cover Travis it. Kelsey. No, I mean more importantly, cover Travis Kelsey on the seam route. Tony Romo literally told us that he does so well. What was going to happen for them to get into field goal range at the end of the game? Well, and you know what, what they happened? did. You know what they did. It's well, it's crazy that Kansas City didn't use a single timeout until 13 seconds left. But what they did is. On that first play, they hit Tyreek Hill for that quick bang up the up the field, and then on the second play where Kelsey caught it, everybody at the they had they had a linebacker at the line of scrimmage to get in to to stop a quick pass to Hill, and then they just forgot about Travis Kelsey in the slot, and so but again, if you just Travis Kelsey is like forgetting about Cooper Cup, (laughs) but again, if you force a kickoff return, you eliminate one of those three plays. If you force a kickoff return, you eliminate either the the Tyreek Hill play, really you eliminate the Kelsey play. So you have to have a Hail Mary at the end. That's where the Bills lost. 
There were 13 seconds left and they had three timeouts. You've got to make them kick return that, that kickoff. You've got to make them do it because even if they return it to the 35 yard line, how many seconds does that take off? Well, they didn't need them. <laughs> they they need had what? 13 seconds to spare. Like, what do you mean they didn't need them? They had timeouts. Like, I don't know what would I don't I don't know Zach, what. Even if they, you know, if they forced a kick return, then there are at least four or five seconds that run off the clock on the return, and so now you have nine seconds in three timeouts. And you you can't get three plays to get set up a field goal. That's the point. So Kyle brings up a point about the overtime rules. Are you okay with one team getting an opportunity? We've seen that a lot, right? I mean, you get the ball, you're going to score. Tom Brady did it in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes did it yesterday. I personally, I think that it should change and they should adapt it. Um it will definitely draw out the game, but it should only be changed in playoff games, right? You keep the rules in the regular season, you, but you, you give both both teams a chance I, in the playoffs. I don't, I don't think you can. The change. ratings are just going to go up, right? It's one game, you know. They, that's that's where I'm at. I don't think you can change the rules in overtime for just the playoffs. I well, they did have- that a couple of years ago. I I know, but I, I think so. It, you can no. I I think it needs to be changed overall. Well, they they're trying not to have a a three hour five hour game, right? Oh, I like, know what they're trying to do and trying to not do. So they're they're not they shouldn't do that in the regular season, but in the playoffs, you should give the people what they want, and they want Josh Allen. Now, does that give the advantage to the team that gets the ball second to go for two? You see what I'm saying? So Patrick Mahomes goes down and scores. They got to make a decision whether to go for two or kick an extra point. They kick an extra point. They're up seven. Josh Allen comes down, scores a touchdown. Now the Bills can continue the game by kicking an extra point, or they can make the crazy decision to go win the game. Is that like that's the situation you're going to be put into, which I actually kind of love. So I, uh, our, our guy Zach Reagan brought this up on Twitter. He had, I'm going to go find it because he had like a plan for the rules uh, for overtime, especially in the playoffs. So let me see if I can scroll through his Twitter and and find it. But well, before you, while you're looking for this, this is pretty good. This is actually the, the love of the show. Nick, Nick come with a great comment. NFL won't uh, add on to games late, but they'll add an extra game of the season. They they don't mind doing that. That's yeah, I mean, because the extra game of the season is more money for everybody. It, well, they, it could be more money with advertising dollars, right? If you have those 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 rates go up at the end of the game. So here's here's this is the first time I've heard something like this. Here is Zach Reagan's idea: NFL overtime rule suggestion, college style, except you start on the fifty. And there's 45 seconds on the clock. You get one timeout and you go back and forth until one team outscores the other, matching possessions. I think the key here is 45 seconds on the clock, one timeout at the 50. You have to earn field goal range. We only have one timeout. I think you probably need to start it on the 40 because these field goal kickers have a leg. Their legs are now like 
you know, they're I, I ridiculous. Think, no, no, you don't want to earn. You don't want to give. Get. I have a problem with. No, I'm talking about forty behind, not forty four. Oh, 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 you're talking about the minus four. Yeah, make okay. them go further because of the kicker. Yeah, Bobby Damon. Is that Bobby Damon who changed his name to Robert on YouTube? Because that's dumb. I'm sorry. Chris says he likes it. <laughs> well, Chris it, says it, I it, think I like it. I, I think I. I mean, they're not going to do something that is closer to the college game, though. Uh, Steven says 45 seconds is enough time, Austin. It's called sabotage. I think 45 seconds, 13 seconds is plenty of time. <laughs> now they have three timeouts. I think that's because it makes you make a decision. It makes you, are you going for a touchdown? And Drew says, Austin smoking a blunt again. Drew, if you want to continue to comment about me doing drugs while doing the show, well, for one, I was reading somebody else's suggestion, Drew. Uh-oh. So you stop Uh-oh. smoking and understand the words that are coming out of people's mouths. God. Drew, I, I swear, Drew commented 25 times on the show the other day about, there he is, about me smoking a blunt. Go smoke a blunt yourself. <laughs> well, you know, now, now Drew watches the show all the time. He's just going to keep doing it. <laughs> Good Lord. I do, I do. I mean, I'm not trying to get him to do that more of them, but I do laugh at the comments because I see it, and it is always Drew up oh, Austin's token on something again. What? Like, what is this guy doing, man? <laughs> Drew is just obsessed with me smoking before the show. <laughs> That's funny. Kyle uh, says Drew is a simple man. All he thinks about is weed. Right? <laughs> simple, simple man. Simple times. Here, quickly. Um, I uh, well, I've got a couple of things. The I did see, and I'll give Barstool credit because this made me laugh out loud because I thought this was really funny. It was a picture, and it said me telling my wife that 13 seconds is plenty of time. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good Barstool tweet, right? I mean, so I give credit where credit is due. The oh, other thing, uh, my my favorite game. It was unfortunate, but I I, I respect the game. That the Bucks Rams game was unbelievable. You had this feeling and emotion that the Bucks were going to come back and win, and then all of a sudden they didn't, which I was heartbroken because of that. That, that was a tough. Yesterday sucked. It was not a great day, but it was a really good game. And so, if you're talking about football, that was a damn good game with a roller coaster of emotions. Didn't end the way that I wanted to, but a a fantastic second half. Yes, uh, you ready for bad sales job? I am. All right, let's do bad sales job to wrap up this Monday show. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens to you or someone you love and your family, make sure uh, that you know where to go to, you know who to trust. The dozen-plus doctors at the Bone & Joint Institute specialize in any type of joint injury you might have. If you need surgery, they have a great surgery center there. If you need rehab, their state-of-the-art rehab facility is right there on their Franklin campus. Also have satellite uh, campuses in Thompson Station, Nolensville, and in Brentwood, boneandjointtn.org. Don't forget about BetMGM. Download the app today. You can see that right there in the middle of the screen. A to Z Sports. New users, use that promo code. Get a $1,000 risk-free bet. That is outstanding. Let's get it. All right, Zach, time for bad sales job on this Monday. I will let you uh, bring it to me first. All right, Austin, you are going to have to do something. This is kind of a rendition, and this may be the last time I'll be able to do this because of the conclusion of the season. You have to do a rendition of a, a somewhat of a bad sales job that I attempted to do, but slightly different. 
you need to sell us on why Todd Downing needs to be the head coach. Fire Mike Vrabel. Promote Todd Downing. That's what you have to sell us. Fire Mike Vrabel right now and promote Todd Downing to head coach. And you can attend the press conference if you'd like. Uh, let me get my uh, time clock up. I'm up. I'm up one. You're up one. Yeah. Uh, fire Mike Vrabel. Hire Todd Downing. Head coach of the Tennessee Titans. I am ready when you are. <clears throat> Todd Downing hurt the Tennessee Titans football organization this season because of his play calling. If they elevate Todd Downing to head coach and they find somebody else to call the plays, problem is solved. Look, Mike Vrabel is just making simple in-game decisions as the head coach. Todd Downing can do that just as fine. You just get somebody else to call the plays, and Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans can win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I would have left Tannehill out of there, but <laughs> that was good. All right. Ooh. I was going to go a, a very similar um, direction. I was going to use your Ryan Tannehill take against you. Zach, I, and I'll just, I'll just do it. I'll just make it even better. All right. So, Zach, you have to sell us on why Ryan Tannehill will not only win the Titans a Super Bowl next year, but why Ryan Tannehill will lead the Tennessee Titans to back-to-back Super Bowls in 2023 and 2024 uh, for the rest of his contract. I'm ready when you are. This is easy. You just told me what to do. Fire Todd Downing. Once they fire Todd Downing, all of a sudden Ryan Tannehill will become elite. Downing's the guy that's been holding him back for so long. You you need a guy to come in and call the plays, and you hire him for a two-year contract. You pay him the most amount of money as an offensive coordinator to make sure that he stays the next two years. The Titans are back-to-back Super Bowl chance. We're having parades in the streets of Nashville if Todd Downing leaves. Get his ass out. That's Done. the solution. All right. Who won? All you got to do is say Austin or Zach. Austin or Zach. Who won? I've got my marker of where uh, the vote starts. So Austin or Zach. Zach or Austin. Who do you think won this bad sales job uh, performance this week? Uh, Lucas says it's a draw. You both said the same thing. Um, looks like uh, Zach's going to get say, this one. Really? <laughs> uh, all right. So here come the comments and I'm going to start counting here too. All right. So, all right. I'm starting with G man one, Zach, Zach two Oh, after Orlando, Zach three Oh, Zach four Oh, four one, five one, five two, six two, seven two, eight two, nine two, ten two, eleven two, eleven three, twelve three, thirteen three. 13, 4, 13, 5, 13, 6, 13, 7, 14, 7, 15, 7, 16, 8, 
Uh, Orlando counted twice, um, 19 and 20, 9 I'll take that dub. I need to get back on that board. Man, it's the first to 20 votes. So I appreciate <laughs> everybody who voted for me. I really do. <laughs> yeah, no, you're doing a, a consolation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I... um. Thanks for everybody that came out tonight. <laughs> uh, I, I I feel like I did a better job selling Todd Downing than Zach did selling Ryan Tannehill. But, you know, that's part well, you, of it. You, so I think uh, – I don't disagree with you, but you had a worse question to me. I had an easier answer because of your bad, bad sales job, you see. But I agree. I think you, I didn't have, you, did, I think, you did what you I think we both do. performed well. I just I thought I answered the question more directly, and you made it about not Ryan. Tannehill. Yeah, but you were too busy smoking and losing. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> exactly what it was. All right, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday. Uh, Buck Rising will be live tonight. It is esports prime time. We've got content galore at the website. It is esportsnashville.com. So go check that out, and we will see you guys later on this week. Have a good one. Thanks. Adios.